So welcome to the Global Discussion, Discussions with Creatives, Leaders and Thinkers. Today I'm joined by Mirjana Prokic and you're very welcome to the podcast. Let's begin by asking you to introduce yourself, a little bit about who you are, your journey, what you're focused on right now to our international audience. So over to you, Mirjana. Thank you, Simon. First of all, for pronouncing my name and surname correctly. So I'm very glad. But again, we know each other for, for some time. So um, I am uh, Mirjana Prokic, uh, the founder of Hunger, Hunger Global, which is the world's first forward incliner designed for optimal and time effective rest and recuperation. And it's induced with rocking motion, audiovisual stimuli, AI enabled in order to help person to decompress anywhere, anytime, 15, 20 minutes, you're physically and mentally done. You can continue with your day. So I'm glad to be again a guest of yours and uh, happy to have this chat. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. And for people, like this is going out on both audio and, and uh, video, of course, but for people that maybe are on audio only, could you maybe describe what Hangair is physically? Yeah, so it's uh, just imagine wellness pod uh, that you actually don't go traditionally sitting or lying backwards in, you actually go in it leaning forward. So you lean into a product or other pod, which uh, puts you in that position, fetal position, like being back to your mother's womb, very comfortable, beautiful um, feeling of um, uh, safety and let go. And as soon as you get comfortable in, the electromotors will take you down to that final resting position, which is as per NASA body neutral position. And then uh, it uh, rocks you at specific speed and helps you to decompress mentally and physically because of that rocky motion that you feel, which we were exposed as children, obviously, and even before we were uh, born. And also you have audio, that you hear through your headphones. And that's all based on binaural beats, 3D sounds and gamma waves. So what that does, hold that experience of body posture, as well as rocky motion and audio visual stimuli, just takes you somewhere else. You don't know where you are. You don't know uh, what's going on around you. You are immersed into experience that uh, like nothing you experienced before. And you just need 15, 20 minutes in it and you can continue with your day fully refreshed refocused re-energized so yeah i was going to ask you that because i know you had doctors and scientists involved in this and the production of it and it i mean it it, it is a a beautifully well crafted um i don't know whether the terms equipment or what the what the but it's it's almost uh well it's a, the way it's just i think you guys describe it is this ai powered forward incliner yes but uh, where do is this for the home? Is it for the is it for the airport? Where where do you see the use case for this? Yeah, so there are lots of places where uh, people need to decompress physically and mentally. So we are starting with shift work um, employees, um, where, for example, medical staff fast recovery is very important. So hospitals for the staff. Airlines for also uh, staff uh, which travel a lot and work on shifts. And 
also technology businesses, banks, law firms. So anyone who really works extraordinary number of hours, Twitter, for example, <laughs> I have to put that in as well. Um, so all these people work amazingly long number of hours and we are humans. So how can we hack our lifestyle that we can actually make up for sleep deprivation, make up for that rest that we don't have time for in such a short period of time in such a comfortable and unique place. So starting with that, then we go to sports centers and sports clubs for elite sports fast recovery as well because of their ex uh, extraordinary um, exercise regime. And then army. Army also needs, uh, obviously they sleep on very short um, uh, times uh, because of their deployments and whatever they find themselves. So once we um, go into that B2B market and help workers, then we are also entering into homes. So whoever needs, like a young parents, you know, they also work during the day, they have young children who keep them awake, or women in menopause. So, you know, it's very hard to go through a day with, um, and, and finding that, um, how, how to call it sweet spot where you can really fully relax when your hormones are all, all over the place so and lots of women cannot really sleep during the night so that's where we actually come in and help with our device yeah it's it's, it's interesting to hear you speak about the wide range of applications for it because my immediate thought was well these busy technology companies you mentioned one that's pretty busy at the moment yep. um but I do know some very large, say, particularly US-based or headquartered technology companies where they had banks of sleep pods for their employees and things. And this sort of takes it to the next level, I, I assume, for that. But you, you also mentioned, obviously, that the healthcare, the life sciences sector, everything right across to military applications you were kind of talking about there as yeah. well. So it's very broad. But I, I wanted to bring it maybe to the UK and the EU for a moment, if I can, because yeah. I read with interest that, and this is from your statistics that you you publish around your your product hangar um, respiratory illnesses if I can say it yeah, correctly respiratory illnesses <laughs> yeah. cost the EU alone three hundred and fifty billion sterling uh, yeah and that was each before year COVID. every year and that uh, was before COVID now even well, that was pre-COVID that's incredible yeah and then you have another statistic where you talk about back pain costing the UK's National Health Service, the NHS, a billion sterling a year. But the number in the US for the equivalent health service in the US for back pain on an annual basis, you're quoting $77 billion cost, which is huge. And uh, and then that's before you get to things like sleep deprivation, uh, $532 billion a year um, across sort of the main economies of the world and then you've the whole stress and anxiety side of things and just you've you've another statistic that jumped out at me that the uk economy costing two and a quarter billion a day during the pandemic exactly so could, could you maybe unpack that a little bit for us because i've put a lot of numbers and a lot of statistics <laughs> out there but you've got sort of respiratory illnesses you've got back pain you've got sleep deprivation you've got stress and anxiety and this this is a huge problem for humans and it has a huge financial implication doesn't it exactly 
So all of these issues that um, we listed and we are focusing on is something that I've personally experienced as a, a you know, previously global chief marketing officer and business turnaround specialist and going around the world all the time, being sleep deprived, jet lagged with terrible back pain. And that brought me to quite bad burnout. Therefore, hunger actually was born out of that despair, let's say. And I started looking from a slightly different perspective than normal businesses would do because I wanted to help my own condition. And now, usually when you start a business, you focus on one thing and also investors are looking for, okay, just tell me one thing why you're focusing on. But actually when you start looking into human body and mind, everything is one ecosystem and it's perfect ecosystem. Once one thing goes off, everything else follows. So, Someone who was jet lagged for many years and sleep deprived, that actually caused me terrible stress levels. And something that when you're sleep deprived, you can really control because you start working and more emotionally reacting than actually rationally. And you just explode much quicker, which is not good. And you also cannot see wood for, for the tree because of that uh, uh, terrible, I would say, well, burnout comes eventually, but uh, that's told that our brain actually have to take because of sleep deprivation. And that beta amyloid protein, which is toxin in our brain that builds up because of sleep deprivation, which is normal production of our brain, but if you don't sleep enough and good length and good depth of sleep, you cannot really clear it properly and therefore it starts building up. So, you know, when we say, oh, I, I feel today a little bit of, you know, uh, lightheaded and my head feels a bit heavy or uh, I don't really, I can't clear, uh, clearly think or whatever. This is as a result as well, of that toxic that stays in. So once obviously you are in that state of sleep deprivation, then you all go into that body spasm, muscle spasm, because you're tense because of a level of stress. So now being tense and working all the time and sitting and you know, when you're, you're constantly in that spasm mode, your back starts hurting as well, let alone when you're sitting long hours without being very stressed, even just sitting actually um, causes all these um, low back issues. And then all of these together actually elevates your uh, burnout, uh, very quick, actually, far and, and fast uh, road to burnout. You can't really handle anything anymore with precision. Focus is out of question. You're just going through the day. And one thing that people also don't really think about, and yeah, another thing is respiration is something that is impacted because you're breathing very shallow when you're stressed. So we always, you know, read about breathe deep and all these breathing exercises and why yoga is helping and why that posture, which is lean forward posture is very good for us because it elevates all body mass from our lungs and our diaphragm. And therefore the airways are much clearer. But also that posture induced, for example, with rocking motion helps person with all these respiratory issues to breathe without making any conscious effort to, to just inhale and exhale. 
because whoever has breathing problems has actually problem to remember just to breathe in and breathe out, plus burning lots of energy for that. So understanding that, I'd call it biome or ecosystem of our body and how everything functions, I wanted to create product around that that can actually help all of this. And that's where Hungare actually Inclina came from. Body posture, rock emotion, and also audio uh, stimuli that help us to decompress and manipulate our brain waves as well in order to get uh, calmer, uh, cut short uh, or short, short and sleep latency and get us into that very tranquil mode. But also whilst you're in the rocking motion device, through your power nap, you achieve memory consolidation, which usually only happens when you sleep seven to nine hours at night properly and also clears that beta amyloid protein so there is a longer term research that we want to also do which is prevention of alzheimer's there is lots of research that came out showing how impactful is actually rocky motion um, power nap in rocky motion device for memory consolidation. But also there is lots of uh, research that's showing connection between early Alzheimer's as well as lack of memory consolidation. So we want to put this together and say, okay, when you use Hunger for 30 minutes, 20 to 30 minutes on a daily basis, can you actually postpone Alzheimer's or totally clear that beta amyloid protein or toxin from our brain on a daily basis and actually help with longevity? We all want to live longer, healthier and happier, right? I don't want to be 85, 90 year old woman who doesn't remember anything anymore, doesn't recognize faces, doesn't, can't function and I need aid, I need help. So that's where hunger actually is. So it's a long-term help really. It's not just one quick. Yeah, it is one quick, but it builds up for that longevity. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. And I suppose having gone through or still going through, depending on your viewpoint, a pandemic uh, like we've been through globally, um, those respiratory illnesses, that breathing problem, I think is, really came to the forefront, didn't it, of the world's media. Yeah. And it's interesting to hear you talking about the the, the positioning of the, the sort of smart incliner. You know, it's yeah. this Alexander technique, and then you've kind of got this, you know, NASA were looking at the body neutral positions weren't they yeah. and you know how that how that actually helps and mimics a human's natural sort of physiology i suppose yeah. um so tell me a little bit about the technology then tell me a little bit because you, you've kind of got a wellness app i think yes. you've talked a little bit about binary beats and the the sort of you know how does it how are you adding those technical elements together to help somebody decompress yeah so product itself, even without any technology, apart from obviously um, electromechanical or mechatronics that are involved in the product, it's already helping a lot. But we wanted to go next level and say, okay, how can we integrate now wellness app where you get personalized programs for your own needs in any specific moment? So for example, you slept well last night, you don't need power nap actually, but you're so stressed that you can't really focus so much and you're so nervous. You need to focus on that very important meeting in the afternoon, but you just don't have tools to do that. And you're breathing so shallow, you know, when that um, 
anxiety kicks in before some very big meeting or something very important that is ahead of us. So you actually can go into device and device will be um, giving you um, exactly programs that you need. And how is this achieved is by, we also collaborate with lots of uh, different companies and this is the sweet spot of Hange. We don't want to event the wheel that is already existing for some other technologies, but we actually collaborate with them. So you can actually plug in your Apple Watch, your Aura Ring, your Whoop bracelet, other tracking devices, tracking variables that uh, you wear all day long. So now you have that data that you already own and have, you can actually plug in to our app and that what will give you personalized programs based on your existing um, need and your existing, uh, let's say, state. Um, so it might be just that you need rocky motion to decompress, that it just you need that tranquility. Or you actually didn't sleep well and therefore you need specific length of power nap. So there are different lengths of power naps that give you different outputs and, um, and, and different need. So you might need 15 minutes power nap, you might need uh, you know, 45 minutes power nap or longer. Or you might just need to escape your surround, surrounding for 15 minutes and therefore you will get specific uh, audiovisual stimuli that you like. So that's where personalization also comes in. So I don't like to see gray weather outside. I don't like to see snow because it just makes me feel cold. And therefore, even when I see it, I feel cold already. I can't really relax and let go. So for me, it would be, you know, nice, beautiful turquoise water or amazing, you know, beaches or uh, um, Asian seas or yeah, something that actually makes me feel very comfortable. I'm also a big swimmer, so I like water, so I'll get that. For some people, it would be snow, would be skiing, would be landscapes of Northern uh, Europe or whatever. So that's where actually that personalized programs will come into play as well. And I, I wanted to ask you then, so um, the business itself, because you're touching so many different areas, uh, you've got a, you know, medical, I know is heavily regulated. There's an awful lot of criteria and regulations and they're not the same in all different countries. Uh, and then you've got sort of commercial environments, whether it's a gym, a health club, a spa or a technology company. So how are you dealing with that? Because it sounds, I mean, it's a, it's wonderful from what you're describing, but yeah. from a business perspective, it sounds really complex. Yeah. Well, it really is complex to explain, but actually it's not very complex. From regula regulatory perspective, we are non-invasive medical device. So we don't need uh, those heavy regulations. So that's a beauty of it. As soon as you have a um, medically invasive device, then you have to go through those regulations. We still have to go through safety regulations, obviously, and that's something that uh, is a, a simple process that you go through uh, whilst you're building your product as well. So through manufacturing process, that's already done. Um, so in terms of selling or getting into hospitals, for example, this is something that, uh, especially in the UK, there is a specific framework that you have to be put on 
and then wait one year to get through it and then when when once they put you through then you can start uh, that procurement discussions however we also have different model where we do like a vending machine or paper use model where actually we don't have to go through all that heavy process we just need uh, space and we need a good collaboration with uh, hospitals and they already buy sleep pods and you know uh, costs are quite high for those and what we are going to actually do with them is just uh, say, okay, we just need space. And we already started uh, uh, speaking with uh, plenty of plentiful of them here in the UK. And this works. For sports clubs, they're, they're simple. They like to buy product or, um, you know, uh, get subscription per month. And uh, later on, obviously, we will go to direct, direct to consumer as well. So it's all in stages, obviously, you don't go with everything in one go. There is a roadmap that you plan when you're going to achieve what and after what you're going to add something new. And the, the health and wellness sector itself is, is huge globally. Yeah. And do you see Hangair as a, what do you see it primarily as? Is it health and wellness? Is it technology? Or is it a combination of those things? Maria. combination of those things and when you have ai enabled a physical device with um, health and wellness um, within health and wellness world then you treat it as as, as that technology enabled device so just think about for example mobile phones so these are so it's just a smaller thing but this is technology right packed in physical device. That's what it is, Mac, computers, that's technology packed in a physical device. So same with us. Right, I, I got it. So with all this um, going on, uh, and obviously you're the founder, you're the chief executive officer, you, you must have a lot of inputs. You must be reading, you, whether it's papers, documents, or books, or what sort of... What do you find yourself when you do get that time to to read and to absorb? Is it is it fiction? Is it business? Is it technology? Is it, you know, uh, what what type of things do you read or focus on? Nowadays, I'm fascinated by brain and neuroscience and, you know, sleep as a function and biohacking. How can we actually in nowadays very busy lives achieve our full potential but we don't have time to do all this as prescribed by doctor let's just sleep seven and between seven and nine hours a day in order to be up um, up to top level of our performance um, and we can't really afford that so i'm just looking for specific ways how that can be um, achieved with less hours of sleep and again we can't we are, we are not working all the same and we we have shift workers we have people who cannot afford to sleep specific number of hours so but how our brain actually functions and involves as well so i read lots of research paper and i collaborate a lot with scientists especially from king's college some other universities as well but king's college is and brunel obviously but he king's college uh, from that neuroscience sleep and respiration point of view is our main um, collaborator. And 
now there's, as I said, research papers, research papers, research papers, uh, lots of research papers, but also in terms of technology, what's uh, latest, how we can uh, work with, um, um, you know, user data without invading their data and their lives. So where are the, the tricks or, you know, it's it's bad word, but actually how can we uh, not really ask users any sensitive data that might impact their privacy. And yet we can actually, without asking all these questions that usually are there, we can still get readings and everything else from you know, anonymous um, user and still personalize for that person's use. And that's where AI comes into play massively. That's where new uh, tracking and technology um, is really advancing. In terms of book that I would like to everyone to read as a, you know, when, when you started your school, you know, whichever first book you had to read by, by default, this is uh, Matthew Walker, Why We Sleep. It's, it's, uh, it was my Bible actually for building Hangar as well. And it's so easily digested and very easily understandable about uh, how our brain and we as human beings actually actually function in this world um, and nature and why and what are impacts of daylight and nightlight and sleep and specific uh, uh, time of the day, what happens with the chemicals in our body that actually influence us to feel sleepy or whatever. So this is, I, I would highlight that one for now. Then other books, in terms of um, uh, fun facts, and especially nowadays political situation, what's going on with the world and that divide between East and the West and different kind of set of values that we've been brought up in and where is lack of understanding between these. I like that book, A Selfie, Why the West Became Self-Obsessed which actually goes way back in civilizations and starts explaining where are the touching points and where are dividing points between actual cultures. And yeah, so I, I would say these two would be my top recommendations for now. Yeah, I've only read one of those, so I'm putting the other one on my list immediately. So thank you very much indeed for sharing that. And you also mentioned uh, some of the educational um, institutions that you've been involved in and I, I've had some fascinating discussions with uh, an MD in Harvard Medical School. Uh, I've actually interviewed him a couple of times uh, who focuses on sleep uh, neurobiology mm. and it is a fascinating topic. It's so deep and uh, I mean I'm only skimming the very top of it but uh, yeah I would encourage anybody uh, to to get into that and that book that you recommended <laughs> I think is a, a great step towards that you know. Yeah. Um, I didn't read that one. I, I'll definitely have a look. Yeah. Um, the other thing I wanted to ask you, because I don't want to run out of time, I want to ask you a couple of other quick things if I can. And your career journey, because you, you've done an awful lot. You talked about your sort of corporate life and now you've this founder CEO life uh, and everything in between. You must have had people that are, you, you admire or that have helped or inspired you along the way. Is there anybody or any anyone you'd sort of, single out or point to that's been an inspiration or somebody that you admire in, in your field? Every stage of life has different influences. And for me, 
it's so hard to pull pull out specific person because there are a few that I really admire massively as mentors, as a as a, as a guide. Um, I mean, not guide, guide, but someone who can actually be my uh, point, my blind spots. So um, Phil Clement is my very close friend and mentor. He was a global CMO of um, Aon Insurance, now Johnson Controls. And it goes beyond just, uh, you know, business mentoring back in my corporate days. Uh, but he was the one to recognize my capacities as well as a um, founder and CEO and some others as well. And my father, I have to say my father and my mother. Um, we always say father, but actually recently I realized it's my mother. And there is one very interesting story about that, that uh, she actually shaped me who, to be who I am, which I only discovered two years ago. So I would say my mother actually is massive pillar in who I became. So yeah, that's lovely. And I, it often there are often things that happened in our childhood, particularly with 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 parents. You know, people that are fortunate enough to to know and have parents uh, who are still alive. Um, there are lessons that you don't realize till later in life, or there are experiences that you only really see the true benefit, maybe tens of years later. And it's, it, it is incredible. So yeah, that's, that's, yeah. A, that's a great answer. Um, so you've, you've talked about mentors there or people that can recognize and, and help and assist along the way. Is there been any specific advice that you hold on to very strongly or sort of the best advice that you've received or anything you'd, you'd want to share with our audience as a helpful sort of piece of advice? Two main ones. One is sleep on it. <laughs> every notebook I have, every um, anything new I start, first thing I write in it, it's sleep on it. We are much wiser next day than previous night. night. And this is something that's proven uh, it, its core on many occasions in my life. So sleep on it. Don't make big decisions erratically. It can backfire on you. Sometimes, you know, gut feeling is gut feeling. We have to follow. But also I pose when my gut feeling says, do this. Because again, brain is something that is very interesting organ that actually builds everything in our emotional decision making based on our subconscious and what was influencing us as children as well what we used to and now I just say okay I want to be more open let's just sleep on it let's just calm down these emotions <laughs> that are boiling up and see how I'm going to make that decision tomorrow tell you what it always works wonders so that's one um what's the other one is when someone speaks english doesn't mean that they share the same values but one word means for one person from specific country might mean completely different it's same word different meanings so that is something that I always and again that that works back to so many different ways uh, if you want to be global business if you want to work with uh, 
diverse people from different industries, different backgrounds, different uh, religion, different uh, color, different everything. But actually, we are all the same. However, there are things that we grew up on that are slightly different. And going beyond words is very important. Understanding meaning, true meaning for that person, not for me, but for that person. That's where those worlds then come together. I love both of those. I think your your last point around cultural engagement and actually truly reaching and connecting with people um, and recognizing those differences and that diversity and and having an openness about that. I think that that's so important now. Yeah. And sleeping on it, it's interesting because um, I would have gone through, as I think a lot of people do when you're climbing the career ladder, that you've got to make decisions quick. You've got to go with that good feeling. It's normally right. And and then I think as you get a little bit older, a little bit wiser, you start to consider things. And I can always remember you were talking about your mother earlier. I just recalling my father would always often say, well, just leave it, you know, think about it because that problem or that challenge will still be there tomorrow, you know? Definitely. And sometimes that little, that little bit of space helps formulate either that, yes, it is the right path or have you considered this? And, uh, I think they're two wonderful pieces of advice. So thanks for sharing those, uh, Mariana. Pleasure. Um, we're, we're launching this podcast. I'm delighted that you're one of our key launch guests. But I wanted to ask you, as you look at the year ahead, what are you most passionate about? What's on your radar? What are you focused on over the coming year? First of all, I am very glad to be one of the first people on this uh, new podcast and Secondly, what I'm focusing on is we are launching Hangair next year. So we are coming out from manufacturing in February. And then we are going on the big roadshow around the country as well as US later on in the year. And it's exciting year. It's exciting time for us. And this is where my focus is going to be. And also collaborations. I am a big fan of collaborations. And... You know what? It, people say it takes a village to build something. It takes a continent. It takes a world to build something. And that's what I am engaging. Let's collaborate together, even if sometimes we may look like competitors, but actually we can be collaborators for both sides' successes and our customer as an ultimate winner. So this is where my passion is. And we already collaborate with amazing teams and Advanced Wellbeing Research Center, Sheffield Hallam University at Olympic Legacy Park is one of our collaborators and Propel teams, group of amazing, amazing people who uh, go extra mile and open the doors for you as well. And just to name the few, I mean, it takes a global <laughs> continent to, to build something. And that's what I'm focusing on. Sounds like a very exciting 12 months ahead from that. Um, listen, before I wrap it up, um, if somebody wants to get in touch with you or to find out more about Hang Air, or if there's anything else that I haven't touched on that you'd like to share with our international audience, um, how would people get in touch? Is there anything else you'd like to share before we close out today, Mariana? Yeah, so... Um, our website is always there. There is information how to also email us. So hungerglobal.com. Uh, my email address as well. I'm very open. Miriana at hungerglobal.com. I, um, I reply to everyone who I can and make sense, obviously. Um, 
So uh, our Instagram page is there, our LinkedIn page is there, Facebook. So we are uh, everywhere. More and more will come, obviously, next year. So that's um, where our focus is. And yeah, so come get in touch and let's see what we can do together. I have to mention that uh, big thing is I am now officially inventor because we won, um, we got actually UK patent and now rolled out to other countries as well. So we are patented and more to come on that um, innovation and invention. Well, congratulations on that. I didn't know that because that takes quite a while. It's quite a lengthy process. So that's that's yeah. wonderful to hear. Thank you. Yeah. And now, yeah, let's see February finalists. We are finalists for um, West London Business Awards. So 24th of February, we will know who are the winners and I'm holding everything crossed. <laughs> well, listen, continued success. It's a lovely point to end on. Thank you so much, as I said, for being one of our sort of launch guests for this new podcast. I really do appreciate it. I'd encourage everybody to find out more about Hangar. It is a wonderful, wonderful um, organization that has the potential to really change things globally. Um, that brings us to the end of this episode of the Global Discussion. So thank you to Miriana and thank you to everybody who's watching or listening uh, to this episode. Make sure that you follow, you like, you subscribe, you do all the, the normal things for a podcast and do join us again for hopefully more uh, discussions with creators, leaders, and thinkers. So thank you, Mariana. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Simon. Thank you all.